Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for What If Season 2. You thought the story was over, but it was only just beginning. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'll be your guide through this spoiler-free review for What If Season 2. A very merry thanks to our friends at Disney Plus Canada and Marvel for gifting us this season early for review. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, video games, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me for today's review from across the cosmos, we have one hero whose legacy is vast and triumphant. But what if we saw a different cut? An edit maybe lost to time. We're joined by Justin, the lens-wearing, always-watching Lawrence. That is an epic name. I'd like that on a business card, I think. Uh, <laughs> it kind of makes me sound like a creep, but, you know, the Watcher is a bit of a creep. Let's, let's just he's, say. He has he's to a be. voyeur. He's a voyeur. What do you think? Sure. You, I mean, dude, what do you, he's, he's probably seen some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, but universe? I also think he's polite enough that he's like, I'm not, I shouldn't be. I here. shouldn't and be looking just, at that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves the room sort of thing. But um, no, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's definitely uh, iconic. Uh, yeah, and uh, he has a presence to him that is unmatched. And I mean, uh, as I'm as I'm sure we'll we'll talk about, uh, th- it gets pretty meta at times in regards to his character, and it did in the first season as well, right? So, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, man, so good. Yeah, uh, Justin, I am as happy as a Hogan that we're getting to talk about this series uh, as our last review of 2023. Um, you know, after our last galactic outing from Zack Snyder was uh, a, a bit of a bust. Uh, we are here uh, as in olden days, happy golden days of 2021, back again with What If, mm-hmm. uh, animated Marvel, dude, we're in our element. Yeah. Uh, how great is it to be back with this show? Fantastic. It's this, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, to re- recap what happened in season one and uh, how we felt, I-, I wasn't necessarily as hot on how uh, things wrapped for season one of what if mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of the issues that I had in season one are, are very much course corrected and, and uh, handled in this season two with uh, an intention to 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 story uh, and and you know kind of having fun with the history uh, of of the MCU that we know and love. And our history too, yeah. Like some and our history from too. our own history absolutely. as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and other cultures' history, and yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, now, Marvel and Disney certainly waited until the last minute to give us these screeners, but we're professionals. Uh, we Hulk smashed through them all just for you, our lovely listeners. <laughs> all nine episodes. Um, all so nine episodes. Thank you to <laughs> yeah. Disney Studios Canada and Marvel for for being so kind as to gifting us yes. all nine. 
This will be completely spoiler-free. We will have a spoiler-filled discussion dropping uh, once episode nine drops on December 30th, uh, and that is going to be that's going to be really fun to talk about and go into because there's some really cool stuff that like literally we're just ch- you know chomping at the bit, champing at the bit. I never know what the phrase is there. Uh, chancing. <laughs> we're chancing on the bit. <laughs> that's it. Okay, great. <laughs> we're chancing at the bit to be able to talk about uh, some of those things, but we will not. We will. We will be good. Uh, and we will make sure that you are just, you know, this will probably mostly just be a way to get hyped uh, about uh, anything you haven't seen from uh, this season so far. So uh, let's get into the synopsis for season two. Season two of What If continues the journey as the Watcher, voiced by Jeffrey Wright, guides viewers through the vast multiverse, introducing brand new and familiar faces from the MCU. Uh, The series questions, revisits, and twists classic Marvel Cinematic Universe moments with an incredible voice cast that includes a host of stars who reprise their iconic roles. Season two features fan favorite characters uh, this season like Nebula, Hela, uh, and Happy Hogan. Uh, And the episodes are directed by Brian Andrews uh, and Stephen Frank uh, and written by A.C. Bradley, Matthew Chauncey. Oh, Chauncey at the bit. There we go. Matthew Chauncey uh, and Ryan Little. Uh, This series is executive produced by Brad Winderbaum, Kevin Feige, Louis Desposito, Victoria Alonso, Brian Andrews, and of course, AC Bradley. Uh, And it begins streaming uh, on December 22nd. By the time you listen to this, I don't know, time is... In the vast multiverse, it's it works so mysteriously. Only the Watcher knows. So you might have already seen an episode or two um, by the time you might be listening to this. But uh, they are doing uh, nine episodes nightly um, for nine nights. Uh, and that is a lovely little gift each day. Uh, so, you know, let's get into this, Justin. Uh, I, I think I want to kick things off. Where I, I think we should definitely talk about the, the visuals uh, in this series. Um, you know, I, I think this season, obviously, it's maintaining the look of the first season, but either I think either I'm more used to it or maybe it's just in the second season, like they've these animators have really just sort of come into their own. But something about this second season just looks gorgeous. The the 2D, 3D cell shaded look, um, it just feels like these animators are more confident in, in the look and style of the show. Uh, and we're getting some some really gorgeous sequences this season. I especially want to shout out the incredible backgrounds again, this time around. Um, They're so painterly. And then in some moments there's just such a huge scale to them. Uh, And I I just, I I loved it. I think the, the lighting in this season, especially I think got an upgrade uh, from last season, or at least it feels that way. What do you think? Well, I think the, yeah, to your point, the, I, I agree with you. I think the style is definitely consistent from last last season you know last season had that 3d 2d style for sure but it also looked very rotoscoped like mm-hmm. they were taking scenes from the movies and stuff like that basically drawing over and animating with their own style over top very uh uh like very richard Linklater in yeah scanner darkly yes scanner yeah. darkly esque, right like very very much but in obviously in some sequences they're they are animating actual characters um and you're right like they've they've totally stepped it up uh, in terms of just sequencing and uh, the way the blocking is um there's at times where these the sequences in some of these episodes feel so cinematic there's such a freedom in animation there's such an uh, a way to explore where the camera is and that's on full display in some of these episodes the way the camera moves through and the way they've designed the sequencing 
to sort of uh, mimic live action to a certain degree, uh, it's it's compelling. Uh, episode four, uh, Iron Man crashes into Grandmaster. Uh, the episode that we were supposed to have gotten in season one, mm-hmm. we're getting here. And uh, the you can see why that episode didn't make it into season one, because the level of choreography and the level of of blocking that they had to go that had to go into that episode to make it work it's stunning it's like some great great sequencing and you see it throughout the rest of the episodes as well there is there is more of an investment here for action for uh, sort of cinematic spectacle to kind of have its place in this animated medium. It's so great. Well, and I feel like um, even to like to another aspect of it as well is the the character design. Like I love I love the look of of all of these characters. But you know, I think in season one we had a lot of fun with the they gave us the the zombified version uh, of these mm-hmm. characters, which was awesome to see. And then in this season. You know, we're getting a completely different style of pretty much our entire cast. Uh, and it's it's just it's it's cool to see not only the twist on the characters themselves, but their their individual wardrobes as well. Uh, and there's some really, really fun stuff in in uh, episode eight that I just think is 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 incredible in terms of uh, the costuming and just sort of the, the way that they sort of uh, translate characters into a different time is, is so much fun. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think again, I think that there's to the point that you made earlier that there's more confidence in the season. That's that's so true. I think that you see it in in every little aspect of 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 everything that they've done, even in the in the the way the stories are structured and the the way that they sort of stay focused and yet hint at at other things that are on the fray. Um I, I love I love that. I think that that's that's to me is again one of the strengths from season two is is just having that sense of cohesiveness that confidence that just runs through all nine of these episodes and there's so many uh like damn that's cool moments yeah like there's so many moments there's too many moments to count it's gonna be hard when we do talk about this in spoiler filled capacity because we're just gonna want to talk about everything but i think some of this stuff in terms of visually that really hit me the most i think for me it was the uh the use of of color uh, mm. throughout this season felt very um it just felt a lot more you know poppy i think there was a lot more colorfulness there's a, a lot vividness more to it yeah vivid purples pinks yeah. and i noticed it mostly when it would come to explosions and mm-hmm. the the smoke that would mm-hmm. be left behind and that smoke looking very like it's straight out of a 2d animated project yeah. um but then to add that color in and, and to use that smoke to sort of fill the room after a an explosion it just was oh it's so cool it's so good looking so yeah good looking. yeah they they've definitely they've they've got a signature look for this series it'll be interesting to see if this look can be carried on into anything else in future projects um because by the looks of it the upcoming spider-man is as well as the the x-men 97 series that uh, that's coming out those are obviously very different in terms of style in comparison to what if um so i, I haven't seen anything for the wakanda series that that's coming out the um eyes of wakanda if i'm not mistaken eyes of um, wakanda is what they're calling yeah, it yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm i'm not i don't know if that that look is going to translate but i'm also okay if it doesn't if it stays here you know what i mean and and if there's spin-offs from this show like i know the zombie show uh the the marvel zombie series is is very much 
kind of, I think, being treated as a spinoff from from What If. So if we see that animation style trickle into there, you know, what's that going to look like? And, and and you know, again, these these animators, they, they, they deserve all the flowers for what they did for this season. Um, and when you see all of these episodes, and like you said, Nate, there's so many like, holy shit, this is cool. It's so moments. cool. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, I can't yeah. believe it. Like, you know, again, it, a lot of that has to do with with what these animators and, and have done. Well, and I think we also got to talk about this voice cast. I think um, it's just as good in season two. I think there's some new additions as well that that when I when I heard them, I was just as shocked to hear the voice actor for that character as I was to see the character in the show. And I think the idea of like like there was, again, just as many moments of me going, uh, holy crap, that's so cool. There was wait, 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 wait. Is that? They actually got insert massive Marvel star here. Uh, and it's just crazy to me that, and again, I know this is Marvel proper, but it's still, to me, it's really impressive that, again, when we talk about the confidence of the creators of this series, that we're able to get some of these really big names. Sure, sure. I, I, I honestly believe that some of the big names, I was great to hear their voices. Uh, you know, Hel- Hello's in a, uh, an episode. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was great to hear Kate Blanchett didn't sound like Kate Blanchett at times. I thought that they were trying to fool me. Um, <laughs> and, and I think it goes back to what we were talking about, even maybe in the spoiler free or maybe in the spoiler filled, but just the way actors voice translate into voice acting, um, it doesn't always work. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like blown away, but I, I, I do agree. I, I can't believe they got certain people to come back to mm-hmm. be, uh, their characters and that's that's really great but i gotta shout out mick wingert who is tony stark bro this guy if there's an imitation award for like best imitation he's killing this it. guy deserves the award because yeah. at times when he is tony stark it is like it, they don't need robert downey jr anymore do you know what right. i mean like he's literally that and the same goes for i believe his name is uh josh keaton who plays mm-hmm. Steve Rogers. There's yeah. times when he definitely doesn't sound like uh, like Chris Evans, but for the most part, he sticks to landing. These two voice actors portraying well-known actors. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It was great. Like Tony's an MVP, right? Of, of the season. And I think that, you know, Mick brings such the right amount of Robert Downey Jr. Like he's doing a Robert Downey Jr. impersonation. He's not really doing a Tony Stark impersonation. <laughs> I mean, they're one in the same. Well, I get no, I know sure. what you mean. But like yeah. even just mannerisms, it is so matched to what Robert Downey would bring. It's it's fantastic. So good. I also want to shout out uh I think the voice that I was happiest to hear. Uh and again it took me a, a little bit of time to sort of realize that I was hearing her voice. Um, but that has to be Devery Jacobs, who, uh, yeah. you know, we're going to get to see in the upcoming Echo series, also from Marvel. Uh, Justin, you and I know her best as Alora Dannon uh, in Reservation Dogs. But in this series, uh, she plays uh, Cohorti, who is uh, a young Mohawk woman on a quest to discover her power after the Tesseract falls to Earth in a time before the colonization of America. And Honestly, it's it's such a phenomenal episode. Um, there's no English in the entire episode. And I think the steps that Marvel is taking, to, you know, in terms of continuing, uh, you know, that level of representation and the fact that we're getting a brand new hero from the world of what if I think helps for me to cement this season as something 
really special and and Devery is outstanding in the episode um but i think it's it's just so cool that we're you know we're getting this series that's yes it's 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 doing stuff with everything we know from the moments from mcu past but the fact that we're getting a wholly original character out of it is just so cool well that whole storyline feels like it's a branched timeline if you will i think for most of the stories it feels like we get to see again that sort of what if this didn't happen or this happens instead and or this person you know that that continuity from season one whereas you know with the episode with Cohorti, I loved that episode. It's the most original episode, I think, out of the nine. It's, Absolutely. It, in, in that it it really it really does uh uh have its own have its own sort of personality, its own sort of character. And it, it's not just because of the fact that there's no English, it's just the way the story is handled. It mm-hmm. feels like it's handled uh with a sense of uh, attention to to the detail of the Mohawk culture. Absolutely. And I mean, they, there's a, there's a, in the episode itself, there is like a sort of a thing that a splash page that comes up that talks about the fact that they worked uh, with yep. folks from the they Mohawk were community, for the opportunity, um, yeah. which is so cool. Now, you know, in terms of story, again, we are staying spoiler free. Uh, this is more of an anthology series. Um, but I think the stories we get are, are just as fun, uh, if not more fun than season one, they're just as dynamic uh, and I think, you know, I think like you were saying, Justin, last season, w- there were some moments where we felt an inconsistency in terms of some episodes not landing as well. I think back to Party Thor uh, and how down we were on Party Thor. Party Thor was a fun time, but it, it just felt so out of place. And I think for the most part, um, that's addressed this season. Like, I, I don't think there was any moment moving from episode to episode in these nine episodes that I ever felt like. Oh, we're, why are we? Why are we here? Or, or I, there was never a moment where I wasn't just as excited, uh, you know, at the end of an episode as I was for for any other episode. So I think the 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 coolest thing is like, you know, whether it be a a, um, a specific actor or character appearance, I was just smiling the entire time. And so even if there were some lines of dialogue that maybe felt uh, like they didn't fully work. You know, you you then I get to see the Grandmaster and it's Jeff Goldblum and all of a sudden I'm I'm a, a smiling happy Marvel fan again. Like it's not it's not hard to make Marvel fans happy, uh, and they know how to do it. So even if there were some minor moments in terms of the dialogue writing that sort of felt like oh, I don't really understand where that where, where that was going or what that meant, it's okay because you're sort of instantly pulled into something that's gonna make you smile, or at least it did for me. Yeah, I I feel like everything about this season two had me smiling. Um, my biggest gripe with last season is the sort of rush to the end. It didn't feel like a nice gradual build, even though that's what they were trying to do. I, I felt like by sort of seed planting the different heroes and then suddenly, boom, they're the guardians of, of the multiverse. Um, it, it just all felt very rushed. And yeah, I, I didn't feel like that with season two. I think that there's episodes that tie together. In, in really interesting ways. And then there's episodes that don't matter, right? And they're mm-hmm. literally just an anthology episode of a what if. And I like that balance between that. And we, we were getting that in season one, but you know, the the problem with season one was that we, we should have gotten probably a few more episodes uh, that really did build up to this Guardians of the uh, Multiverse moment that we didn't get. And I yeah. don't mean just just the, the missing Gamora episode. I mean like just more... Uh, 
time to kind of build that out here everything just feels so so natural season two feels so natural in terms of its flow its consistency the way they've staggered these episodes where they've placed episodes that don't necessarily matter or that you know kind of have that party thor vibe where it's just like pulling you off you know i think that in that um in season uh one that might have been like episode seven you know one of the last three episodes of of the season um and maybe that should have been like episode three do yeah. you know what i mean it, it it didn't need to be uh there so i think that there's a sense of balance of how these episodes are laid out uh from from episode one to nine that really gives a very digestible very enjoyable experience of of the larger story but i think the coolest thing is that if you are following along from episode to episode even if there are episodes that are uh again there we're, we're sort of talking around the fact that there are some episodes that connect and some that don't but even the ones that don't that do take you kind of on yeah, a fully separate amazing. adventure they're phenomenal but not only that there are there are little instances or little things in them that do still uh inform you at least or give you give you something uh to to recognize or to catch uh in the other episodes uh and i really really love that now so obviously again spoiler free i kind of wanted to sort of wrap up our conversation and ask you justin uh and i'll 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 say for myself as well what is if you can pick one episode that you're most excited oh. for Marvel fans to see? If if anyone's listening to this, they've gotten to this point in the in the uh, spoiler free review, and you you know get ready for this episode. What episode do you think it is? Ooh. I I feel like I I can't choose just one, but maybe <laughs> I can give tough. you I can give you my top three, mm. uh, which would probably be episode four, uh, okay. as I already spoke about, and uh, it's it's the Iron Man Gamora episode that we didn't get. Mm-hmm. Um, Episode episode six yeah. is absolutely outstanding, um, and then you know it's a toss up between episode eight and episode nine. I think the two are are just f- incredible episodes. It's it's like those uh, these are the ones that I I think Marvel fans and and even just if you're a, a if you're a fan of just really great storytelling. Like you're mm-hmm. going to enjoy these episodes in in my mind. Those are those are the ones, and I, I'm also really interested to hear just the dialogue uh, from fans in and around that episode. Uh, these episodes. That's that's the most exciting part. Is that this? I think this series, in a lot of ways, you know, there's been a bit of a downbeat to to the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think this really does close out the MCU for 2023 on a really high strong. Note. Yeah, re- uh, on a really high note, and it, it also just embraces so much that we we know and love of the MCU. Um, and it's done with style. Like you, you can't really, you, you can't really fault it. So yeah, I would say, I know you asked for one, but yeah, four, <laughs> six and eight or nine. It's, it's up to you, but I'm, I'm excited for fans to see these episodes. They're, they're going to be great. Well, I'm a sucker for, for, uh, Christmas specials, uh, episode three, uh, oh, get ready. Yeah, of course. You can unwrap episode that yeah. early on the 24th as a lovely yeah. Christmas Eve gift yeah. from from Marvel and from this studio. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? You're going to get diehard vibes, and it's such a good, fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of my favorite things about this series is that it's just so much fun. Um, I also, you already shouted out episode six, so I'll go ahead and shout out episode seven, um, which is just phenomenal i won't say too much about it other than yes hella is in it and it's to me i i just i love what they did with that character uh and and we just the fact that we get more of that character is really really fun um and then yeah dude episode nine i think there's a moment in episode nine that i I, obviously we will not talk about but i am just 
I'm I think it's going to set the Marvel internet fandom uh, ablaze, uh, and I can't wait to talk about it in a spoiler filled capacity. So those are kind of the the three moments that I'm excited for fans to see uh, the most. Uh, Justin, let's get to our final thoughts and rating for this show, uh, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five holiday watchers. A holiday watcher. That's like a watcher that's just watching holidays. It's a holiday. It's a, that's a watcher that's wearing a, a Christmas hat. That's it. That's there all it goes. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think he would look good in a Christmas hat. To be honest, he's yeah. got a lot of circumference head that he could. He's got benefit, a big bald so. head. He could fit that <laughs> that hat pretty well. Um. Yeah. Look, I, as as you're saying, this is this is a great continuation of the fresh, bold take that that the MCU has with their own history. Every episode feels like an episode that just highlights the infinite possibilities of what animation can bring to the MCU. The visuals are so top notch. Like they're so good. Again, continuing the look and feel of that 2D, 3D rotoscope style of season one and bringing it into season two and amping it up. These action sequences are insane. The fight choreography is top notch. Fight choreography is so good. It makes past mcu movies of fight choreography look lame mm-hmm. like it's it's crazy how how good it is and it, and it really is a testament and uh, to the power of of what animation can do yeah right uh, there's just that, that possibility of doing whatever you can uh in that in that medium uh that goes beyond anything that live action can do um I enjoyed my time with every single one of these episodes. I don't think that there's anything particularly uh, negative about any of them. I think they, from start to finish, uh, this this season too is is a pure, joyful, fun ride, uh, a perfect gift to for to to the MCU fans. And like I was saying before, a great way to close out. 2023 with so much negativity in and around uh the mcu uncertainty too with with everything that's been going on and Mm -hmm. and i think that this this brings home a strong case that there's still a lot of strength in marvel studios and and the projects that they're doing and hopefully you know with 2024 and and you know their future movies they can they can kind of wrap their head around what's working for them uh and not just necessarily pushing quantity over quality like i think that's been such a detriment because this is quality. Yep. This is quality, and, yeah. and that's why I love it. So I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for animated series. I'm a sucker for anything MCU. So yeah, I'm I'm going to be giving this a five out of five. Uh, holiday watchers. Ho 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 ho, ho motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is in this show. That's amazing. Um, there are yeah, there are a few um, sort of things that we again we recognized in our review for season one, and obviously I can't bring them up here for spoiler concerns, but they 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 address those concerns and more with this season, and I I honestly believe that this season is an improvement in every way it's it's more cohesive as we said and but it still takes things further and um i think there you know i I, there could have been some things that they they did uh here that may have been um you know sort of seen as a mistake in season one but but here they they managed to pull it off and i think it's awesome that in a nine episode run we can still get silly moments like the christmas eve episode or basically any moment with jeff goldblum uh and then we can also get incredible depth uh like the episode with with uh cohorty with devry jacobs uh and then we can get 
Marvel fan fiction dreams with characters that you wouldn't expect to see together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we get them all the same. Uh, I think it, it really feels like stories that you would want to explore with your action figures as a kid. Uh, just, you know, where you randomly toss a bunch of action figures in a bag on you on the way to your friend's house. And this is what you have to play with. Uh, and and you make up these stories. But obviously, these are much better written than at least when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. This series is a delight. And I'm, I'm enjoying the idea that people will get to experience a new episode every day for nine days straight. Yeah, such, um, a, good, such a good format. It's so cool. It's yeah. as much as it is maybe a bit detrimental to content creators in terms of how they would usually like to cover stuff. I think it, I think it, I think it works really well. And it's, again, it's just such a nice little thing to sort of at the end of the year, be like, Hey, it's a new day. I have a new half hour story that I can enjoy, um, you know, maybe during the morning with my kids or, or just, you know, on my own as I'm (laughs) for me, at least. Um, I think, you know, the idea that you're, you're, sort of going to get to as i said unwrap uh, a new episode each day just adds to the word that comes to mind for me for this entire season uh which again is fun it is just so much fun it's my favorite f word um so yeah i'm as happy as a hogan to gift this season uh, a very solid five out of five holiday watchers um this will be the last time i say this this year uh on the podcast um I think, but this is the year for animation. Uh, this is the this is the one of the best years of animation that I think we've ever had. In my opinion, we've had some phenomenal projects in the world of animation, uh, you know, in the medium of animation brought out, and this is such a wonderful way to close out the year uh, mm-hmm. in the world of animation. Uh, but that is it for this spoiler-free review of What If season two we hope you enjoyed it and if you did make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts if you haven't already and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this series or any of the shows or movies we cover well i'm gonna let justin now be your guide through the cosmos so he can watch you and find ways to slightly influence your decisions so you can learn how you can reach us. Yeah, no, I, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, you, <laughs> you, you, may, you, you, yeah, you're, you're in control of your own uh, decisions and, you know, you do your own thing. But uh, we do, we would love to hear from you. So please reach out to us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com or on X, formerly known as Twitter at GeekcentricYT, and on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. I also want to invite you uh, to join our Discord using the link in our description so we can talk about this show as each episode comes out. We'd love to hear what you think of them. Uh, We've got a channel open right now, so stop by and let us know what you think, um, and we can talk about some of the episodes that are already out. Uh, Keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering recent releases with our spoiler-free reviews for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire, A24, and Elevation Pictures' The Iron Claw, uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, Leave the World Behind, Haya Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron, and Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Uh, we also have some great interviews out now, like our most, most recent interviews with the cast uh, of Rebel Moon and director Zack Frickin' Snyder. Uh, Justin had the opportunity to head to the LA premiere to chat with those folks on finding their characters. And you listen, if you're listening to this, you have to check out these interviews on YouTube because the one with Zack Snyder looks unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It looks like Zack Snyder directed it himself. Somehow. I think he did. He I probably he did. somehow still did. Yeah. Um, and it just it looks so cool. I'm so proud of Justin for these interviews, and I'm stoked 
that 2023 was the year that Geek Centric got to take part in our first ever Hollywood premiere. Um, so be sure to check out those interviews and all of our interviews either here on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Um, lastly, we are so happy to be doing what we're doing on this podcast. And that is honestly in huge thanks uh, to you, our incredible listeners. Uh, we here at Geek Centric want to wish you all a very happy holidays uh, and a happy new year. We can't wait for what 2024 has in store for us. Uh, and we'd love you to join us on that journey together. So continue to tune in, reach out, uh, and we'll see you in the new year. Justin, what if I thank you for joining me for this spoiler-free review? Uh, and as we say in this universe and all universes, love ya. Peace. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so is that the last ho. Ho, ho, ho.